time for re-engineering your finances with the founder of CP Weldy Group, Charles Weldy. This is the Re-Engineering Your Finances podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Charles Weldy, founder of CP Weldy Group. This is the show for you if you're wondering about how you can put together a better financial plan for your future. If you're wondering about how you can put together a more secure retirement, make sure that your plan for the unknowns and for some of the complications that come along with making your money last for a really long time when you're done working. That's what we're talking about here on the show each and every time and different things to get you thinking about that very important time of life. And we do have a lot of years to plan for, and that can cause a lot of things to go wrong in a financial plan. And so we'll dive in today into part two of our conversation about the most common pain points in your financial life and how to address and maybe even solve and alleviate those pain points that often bother us. Before we dive into the meat and potatoes of the program let's introduce you to the voice of the program once again charles weldy hey charles how's it going this week hey walter how you doing doing fantastic great yeah you ready for part two of our podcast series absolutely (laughs) it should be fun all right well first a recap of part one in case you didn't hear it i do encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episode but in case you didn't hear it go back and check out we talked about the extreme worry of running out of money before you die angst about taxes and the paralyzing fear of ending up in a nursing home those were the first three pain points that we discussed on the show time for pain point number four charles as we move into part two of our conversation and that would be uneasiness just general uneasiness about that this one's more mental i guess retiring and walking away from a paycheck it's something we've probably done for 30 maybe 40 years of our life working hard, getting that paycheck every two weeks or every month. And now all of a sudden we're walking away from that. And that causes a lot of angst among folks. Absolutely. And, you know, what I find is that, you know, once you retire and the accumulation phase pretty much, you know, has been solidified, now you're entering what we call the distribution phase. And just about everybody needs a income plan to cover 20, 30 years of, you know, rising expenses. So that's really a challenge, no matter how much money you have, but really it all reverts back to what's the plan. And you've probably heard me on prior podcasts talking about a strategy that I call the bucket plan. And it's really imperative that once you retire, whatever you have, you don't have it in one pile. Hey, I have 60% in stock. I have 40% in fixed income. What you do is you say, hey, how much money am I going to need for the next 10 years? And then what you do, Walter, is you segregate an amount of capital that will actually pay you that rising income over the next 10 years. What it does is it actually allows you to take the remainder and invest it for long-term growth. And we'll see like at our next pain point when we talk about market volatility, When you have 10 to 12 years of income, rising income, that's pretty much protected and will be there every month, you can actually not worry and take your emotions out of your worrying about the market volatility. So, you know, I'll give you a specific example. We had a client that recently retired from a major company, we'll call it DuPont. And he was an engineer by profession had a lot of money saved up, almost $2 million in his retirement account. So basically with his social security and taking a 4% withdrawal from his retirement account, it basically covered his lifestyle. But what he failed to consider was even though he had close to $2 million in his retirement account, um, 
there was a tax liability on that, maybe to the tune of $500,000. So what we did was he developed an income plan where over the next 10 years, he will be shifting money out of his retirement account to live off of, maybe to the tune of $75,000 a year. And the rest, we're actually going to start shifting to either a Roth IRA or some other tax-free instrument. So that fast forward 12 years from now, not only will he have his income from his middle bucket, his soon bucket, to subsidize his lifestyle, he'll have that later money growing tax-free to replenish the dollars that were spent in his soon bucket, if that makes any sense. It does make a lot of sense. And then that brings with it some more peace of mind and, and comfort having a plan like that in place. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. If you know you could create a tax-free income in the future, you probably don't have to worry about inflation because the taxes that you would have paid is really your inflation hedge. So again, not everybody needs to be completely tax-free in their retirement, but most people with sizable retirement accounts should not bury their heads in the sand and neglect the fact that maybe 25% of that retirement account balance is not theirs. It's their uncles, their Uncle Sam's. Funny, this is something that our companies used to pretty much take care of for us, but that's also when retirements were only lasting, you know, five to 10 years, not 20 to 30 or more years. And now it just so much of the, the planning process is back on our plate. Absolutely. And, you know, we don't see too many people today with pensions. Yeah, we have older clients that have pensions from major companies. But today, you know, maybe we see a handful every year, half a dozen or so that have the opportunity to take a lump sum payment or a lifetime pension. And what we try to do, you know, currently is we try to quantify what taxes would they pay if they took the pension over their lifetime. And what taxes might they pay if they took the lump sum? And what we're finding out is that there's a substantial amount of dollars that can be saved by taking the lump sum and creating your own private pension. Well, it's a definitely a conversation we can dive into even more on future episodes and hear lots more great stories about that one. Because when it all boils down to it, that's what you're planning for is how you can walk away from that regular paycheck and create that income for the rest of your life in retirement. And there's different ways to go about doing that. And that'll be one of the uh, major future topics we certainly talk about here on the program and those different strategies and ideas that you've maybe heard about, some that maybe you haven't heard about and how to make it all work in your favor. But certainly that's just one of those pain points that people have. I think we can all identify with that one. Pulling that trigger, walking away from work and that reliable paycheck, do you have the plan in place that's going to bring you some peace of mind when that decision comes? Last but not least, Charles, pain point number five that's very common pretty much across the board. If number four was common to everybody, then maybe this one's, you know, 99% of people will identify with this one. And that's having anxiety about an impending market crash. We got a good reminder of what that felt like in 2018 at the tail end of the year with a you know down month. What do we need to know and how can we counteract that very common pain point? Well, I think, Walter, the first thing you got to do is you got to look at history. And if you look since World War II, there's been 13 bear markets. Now, a bear market's defined as a drop in the market of 20% or greater. But historically, the bear markets have dropped 30% or more. 
13 times in, you know, since World War II. So that means every five to seven years, you got to watch your accounts temporarily go down by 30%, which no matter how smart or how you know, resourceful you are, it's got to be you know, kind of a pain to look at your statements. So what we do is we basically say to clients, look, you know, for the most part, if you want a safe investment, and a safe investment I'll define as 3%, you're going to protect your principal, you're going to protect your purchasing power, but you're not going to get any growth. You can just put it in fixed income. There's certain fixed income that's high quality that perhaps over time, 3% is a safe rate of return. However, you know, to create a rising income, 20, 30 years in retirement, you've got to like have money in the market and to have money in the market. I mean, obviously you can make greater than 6%, but we're as our, I guess, standard, we're saying, you know what, we're just going to use 6% net of fees as a rate of return in the stock market, which doesn't sound that much more than 3%, but the reality of it is your money will double in 12 years at 6%. So the market crash, think about it. If I'm a young person, I'm praying for a market crash because I'm, I'm continuously buying every month in my 401k. If I'm an older client, I'm really adverse or you know upset about market crashes because that account balance that I had that's worth half a million dollars now is like worth 70% of that because of the 30% bear market. But again, going back to the basic planning concept of having your money in different buckets, now money, money in the bank, soon money, money that you'll be spending sooner rather than later, perhaps in the next 10 years, and then later money, money that you're not going to need for 10 years. If that money that you didn't need for 10 years isn't in a later bucket, for the most part, when, not if, markets go down, you might have an opportunity to convert some of that money to tax-free at a lower tax rate and wait for the market to bounce back. So the point I really want to make is that volatility is really the reason why people get the 6% instead of the 3%, and volatility is not necessarily bad our emotions, you know, reacting to volatility could be bad if we don't have a date dollar specific plan and money segregated into three buckets, now money, soon money, and later money. Well, as we mentioned on the previous podcast, if any of these pain points strikes a chord with you, if it gets you thinking and saying, yeah, that's me, oh, I have that anxiety or that uneasiness, uh, you know, this podcast isn't meant to scare you. It's meant to provide solutions that there are these problems. Other people share these same kinds of fears. So don't think you're alone when it comes to this stuff, right? Right, Charles? I mean, everybody that comes in has got one of these pain points, if not multiple ones that are bothering them. Oh, absolutely. And it just occurred to me that my office door on top has this sign. You ever saw that sign? I love New York. And oh. instead of love, it has, it has a heart. Right. Yeah. Well, I have a sign that says I love volatility instead of love. It has a heart. So not too many people <laughs> notice that. But when the people who walk in my office say, hey, you know, I love volatility, too. I know that, you know, they're more aware than uh, maybe other people might be of something that's normal. And again, volatility is really just, you know, the price that you have to pay for the higher in you know, a long-term return. 
It's important to realize sometimes we feel when these things happen, we have recency bias, right? We just get impacted so much by what just happened to us or the feelings that we get. This is where emotions can get us in trouble. You know, the stock market's going down. Oh, no, this is it's never going to come back when time and time again we've seen. Yes, indeed, it comes back up. And that same mentality applies to some of the other things that we talked about on the past two shows as well. Taxes and income throughout retirement, that fear that maybe it won't be there one day. And these things are all linked in many ways. You know, market crashes will impact your income plan if you don't set it up correctly. And so there's good reason to have that worry or anxiety if you don't have a plan that deals with those kinds of things. So if this is making sense, if this is resonating with you and you want to eliminate some of these pain points from your financial life, especially if you checked off several boxes over the past two shows, a solid plan in place will help alleviate a lot of these things. If you want to reach out to Charles Weldy and have a conversation about that, he's got an office in Chad's Ford PA on Route 52. So it's convenient if you're in Delaware and Chester County areas to come in, say hello, and have a conversation. It can all start with a simple phone call, though. 610-388-7705 is the number. That's 610-388-7705. Or you can find them online, cpweldegroup.com. That's cpweldegroup.com. cpweldegroup.com. Listen to past episodes of the show on the website, and don't forget to subscribe using your favorite apps. Well, Charles, this was an enlightening series. Thank you so much for joining us for these common pain points in our financial lives and providing some solutions for us on the show. And we'll look forward to another great topic next time around. Thank you, Walter, for your time and expertise. Much appreciated. Much fun, as always. That's Charles Weldy. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us. And we'll look forward to talking to you on the next show. This has been Reengineering Your Finances. Financial planning and advisory services are offered through Prosperity Capital Advisors, PCA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Registration as an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. The CP Weldy Group and PCA are separate, non-affiliated entities. PCA does not provide tax or legal advice.